Hello, welcome to the Creep End. I am your host, Brittany, and this is my co-host and sister, Caitlin. Hello. And we are here with episode 12. We're getting close to 20. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we, yes, I mean, good I job. Still, you could do math. Yay, math. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just still like... I mean, I feel very committed because we like purchased everything, but I'm glad that we haven't like, meh. We have kids. We're old. <laughs> like, we're not doing this anymore. Are you kidding me? I look forward to Tuesday. <laughs> get to come up and do something without my kids. Right? I know. I have fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this week we are doing haunted amusement parks. But, haha, jokes on all of you. You guys think you're going to hear about Disneyland, but you're not. We're not getting sued. <laughs> no, I think we can actually we can talk about Disneyland. I was like looking it up, not because I was going to cover it, but I just wanted to see. Mm-hmm. It's on people's podcasts. It's on people's blogs. It's all over the place. Like when you type in haunted amusement parks, mm-hmm. it's it comes up. Oh yeah, no, it was like the number one that came up for so, me when I was researching. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that we will be able to talk about it, but I think we should save that for like a. Like a bigger episode. Like a 50th. Okay. I don't know. How about we... 30th. 30th. <laughs> okay, that's fine. A bigger episode. You know, when we're farther along and have 10 listeners and not just six. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. We're so Slowly. Close. We're so close. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah... So I have some, uh, I have some, I don't know, updates, I guess, but not an update. I don't know. More creepy shit has happened. Oh, fucking shit sticks. So I was at work the other night at my new place, at my new salon I'm at, and I was there till 10 p.m. I took a client late. We did a whole change. It's kind of one of the whole points. Now I can stay late. Yeah. I have a couple clients who cannot come in until like way late. Mm -hmm. And totally get it. For a long time, I haven't been able to do anything big on them because of a time constraint. So I was like, she was really wanting a change. So I was like, fuck it, let's stay. So I was there till 10. Uh, And like near the end of her appointment, I'm like looking in the mirror and I had like the door to the back room open and I could have sworn I seen something walk by. I knew that fucking place was haunted, dude. And <laughs> oh dear. I'm like, okay, I think I'm just tired, but I like couldn't shake it. You know what I mean? Like I couldn't shake the feeling. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably, maybe it's just my person, you know, I have my own personal shadow man. So maybe it's just him like hanging out like bitch why are you you working so late like what the hell i don't know so that was creepy and then uh yesterday um (laughs) if this is about your house i'm leaving right now (laughs) yeah so yesterday i was getting ready to cook breakfast i had nova in her little car walker thing and she's behind me in the kitchen because she basically tries to drive like her little car under my feet and kill me while I'm in the kitchen. So she's like right in there. You know, my kitchen's not very big. So I had my back turned to her. She was behind me. Mm-hmm. And she was in front of the silverware drawers. You know, yeah. the drawers where everything, the only drawers. And then I'm towards the stove. And I turn around and she like magically has a Tupperware in her hand. And my Tupperware drawer where I keep the small containers. That shit's hard to open. It's one hard to open. And you would hear it. Because there's glass, too. Well, not the bottom one. It was the one with the lids and then the small plastic Tupperwares in it. Oh, okay. So, one, the drawers are still heavy. And she's a baby. And She's got the car in the fucking way, too. She's got the car in the way, too. So she can't really reach over. And I look. And the crack. It was open to crack because Justin had been in there. But, like. 
it wasn't open enough to where she could have pulled this mm-hmm. particular Tupperware out. The, that particular Tupperware was too big to have fit out the gap. So magically, she had a Tupperware in her hand. I don't. I. I have no understanding how she got it. So, I just let her play with it. I'm like, oh, cool. All right, great. The ghost is trying to keep her preoccupied for me. I don't know. I, I like mean, I, I, I guess you got a nanny ghost. I mean, so, I hey. don't know. I guess okay, so. my back is toward the kitchen right now, and, and I really then, don't feel like turning around anytime soon. <laughs> and then poor Julie was here putting my extensions in, and all of a sudden, the dishes had been stacked in the in the sink all day. Mm-hmm. That was wind. Yeah, I figured it's that out windy. after a minute. <laughs> now we're all creeped out. <gasps> um, and she's putting my extensions in, and we're just talking because I haven't seen her in a while, and like. All of a sudden, shit just crashes in the sink. Like, shit moved in the sink. And we both just, like, turn. Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, (laughs) I hope that was something, like, that was just stacked, teetering on the edge, and finally just, like, dipped over. over. But we both were like... "Mm." (laughs) Julie's like, I'm never coming back. Julie's like, yeah, I'm I'm good. No thanks. (laughs) I'm out of here. Yeah, so that was yesterday's creepy shit all in itself. So I just, you know, I had, like... Like, again, I'm not, you know, I'm not particularly religious, but I just had my own little, like, meditative moment at night. And I was just like, you know, I know I'm doing all this creepy shit, but, like, I am not trying to bring this, like, really upon myself. Mm -hmm. Like, just made, like, a little protective mantra. Like, I don't know. I just did my own little thing. Sometimes you have to. To be honest... This is, like, the first time in a few nights that, like, Nova slept very well. Oh. Not saying that anything's bugging her. I've, we've been, we stopped doing the bassinet, so we're doing crib only. So, like, sleep training almost? Kind of. Just, yeah. she's, she's now able to lift herself up to her feet in the bassinet. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I just can't put her in there anymore, because if I'm still half asleep while she's waking up or mm-hmm. whatever... I don't want her hurting herself, even though three sides of the bassinet are against something. But, um, yeah, still. So, I, I'm pretty sure most of the sleep issue, most of the sleep issue was, uh, you know, her just getting used to going to sleep every night in her crib and not yeah. just some nights. Yeah. So, that transition's always hard. I had yeah. a hard time with my kids doing that, going from being right by me in mm-hmm. their bassinet to putting them in a full-on crib. Yeah, so, but, like, she slept hella good last night, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna chalk it all up to, like, one, she's probably just getting used to it, but two, mm-hmm. like, I did my little, you know, I'm not trying to pull this upon myself, like. Yeah, <laughs> totally get it. So, yeah, that was yesterday. Oh, I was also, um, trying to find you a Mother's Day present. Oh, fucking shit. So I was on Etsy. Is it a Mothman shirt? (laughs) Okay, you're close. No. Oh, God. I did look up Mothman stuff. (laughs) And can I just fucking tell you? Somebody somewhere has Richard Gere putting a necklace on Mothman. Because there is some weird, I mean, to each their own, but there is some interesting Mothman merch. Okay. On Etsy. There was a sticker that said, like, I went to Point Pleasant and ate Mothman's ass or Mothman (laughs) ate my ass or something like that. And I'm like, okay, we have completely stepped over into something I am not understanding (laughs) at all. Next thing you know, you're going to see Mothman videos. And I thought I was weird asking for Richard Gere putting a necklace on Mothman dressed as Pretty Woman. Apparently, I'm not the weirdest person out there. (laughs) Like I said, to each their own. I was amused by it. I wouldn't purchase it. I was amused by it. But I'm like, who, who's buying? I went to Point Pleasant and all I got was Mothman eating my ass stickers. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, no. Whatever. Like I said, obviously, there's a niche, (laughs) niche, whatever out there for somebody. It's working for them. Kudos to you. Not something. I thought I was weird. No. I thought I had leveled, I thought I had but asked now, for something strange. And once we get that picture handed over to us at some point, <laughs> that's gotta be our new logo. So we gotta take down <laughs> the one we have and that's gonna be our picture. <laughs> oh, fudge. Yeah, so that was my interesting thing. 
Um, I am, I think I'm settled on your your Mother's Day gift, so. What is it? I'm not fucking telling you. I don't fucking like surprises. You can open it up when we record after Mother's Day. That's in like a whole month. Oh, it's not like two weeks? Three weeks? Like a whole month. A month is four weeks. It'll be by, it'll be past before we even know it. Alright, well on to the show. Now that I'm done ranting about all the weird shit in my life. So, yes, haunted amusement parks. And I chose Lake Shawnee Amusement Park. So let's dive into it. Mm-hmm. It's not an actual lake. That was the last episode. <laughs> so, lake- Oh, hold on. You want to know something creepy really quickly? Oh, what? So I use my own like computer and stuff like to do the research at home like even though brian's got like this whole setup or whatever right Mm -hmm. tell me why on his youtube videos of my lake from last week were showing up on his youtube that's because the fucking google hears everything i was like what the fuck like because his phone if he's in the room oh or you're certain i'm telling you it creeped me out i have thoughts and google knows i've thought about it so like (laughs) at this point that's why Google knew you were thinking of shit. And yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. understand how that algorithm works, but it's uh, that's almost creepier than any haunting that I've ever endured or heard of yeah. is Google knowing your thoughts. Yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. Back back to the show. Oh, it's fine. Maybe we'll have an episode on how creepy Google is. I don't know. We'll get arrested. <laughs> By who? Fucking Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> Federal government. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say Mark Zuckerberg for Google? <laughs> uh, I was thinking Facebook ads, that's why. I'm just, whatever. It's okay. Anyways, moving on. So, Lake Shawnee Amusement Park. It's in Princeton, West Virginia. And uh, it originally opened in 1926 and then closed, like, pretty much for good in 1967. Um, it was reopened at one point, but we'll talk about that later. It didn't stay open for very long. Um, and just a quick... So, supposedly there's, like, a total of six deaths on the land. I've only found five. I don't know where this sixth one is coming from. I might know where... I don't know. We'll talk about it. Anyway. So, a little bit of history. Um, before it was an amusement park, it was... Um, like in the 1400s, it was Shawnee, Native American land. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, you know, people started, people, European people that came in and started moving west. Mm-hmm. So about the 1700s, uh, white settlers started moving in on the land. And during the late 1700s, um, on this particular plot of land that the amusement park was later built on, a man named Mitchell Clay had brought his family into West Virginia and settled on this land here Mm -hmm. and established like an 800 acre farm. Um, They brought their 14 children and that's where they raised all of them. And in 1783, the Shawnee tribe, local Shawnee tribe, uh like came onto the land um after Mitchell um had gone hunting mm-hmm. and uh the tribe showed up on the land and killed two of his children that were out running about the land and they um kidnapped his oldest son brought him back to their um like land over in Ohio mm mm-hmm. mhm and they tortured and burnt him at the stake. Mitchell Clay had tried to get there in time to rescue his son, but he had just missed him. Mm-hmm. He'd, so he showed up right after they killed him. And so Mitchell Clay retaliated by hunting down as many of the natives as he could and murdering all of them. So bloodbath on the land. Yeah. Essentially. That's, like, the only thing that happened when it wasn't a amusement park. Mm-hmm. So then in the 1920s, Conley Snido... Sin, Sindo? Snido? I might have wrote that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Snido. Uh, broke ground for um, 
He bought the land and he broke ground for the circular swing, a water slide, a dance hall, and a speakeasy. Oh, hey. He also added a big pond for um, fishing and then a swimming hole. They had canoes and stuff that Tell people could ride Tell me why on. I was thinking watering hole and all I could think of is fucking water buffalo. <laughs> yeah, he opened up a watering hole <laughs> for the local water buffalo. Sorry. <laughs> back, back to it. <laughs> Anyways, so a pond for fishing and a, a swimming hole for people <laughs> to swim in. With their um, water buffalo. Yeah. So, so one of the, the first deaths that happened there... Um, a woman had left her son at the park for the day. She dropped him off in the morning. And when she returned for him later, they couldn't find him anywhere. Was, was that a normal thing to do back then? I'm assuming. I mean, I guess. Okay. Cause... Maybe people just didn't have anxiety like we do today. Cause oh, maybe. I don't... Because that just gave me raging anxiety. Yeah, okay, I trust like three people with my kid mm-hmm. to be around her when I'm not around. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. So, anyway, um, after searching, they couldn't find him. And it wasn't until about a week later that they finally discovered him drowned in the no. pond. Yeah. Poor baby. Yeah. Um, another boy was swimming in the pool and he got his arm stuck in the drain no he got sucked in so he drowned somebody was swimming felt him tried to pull him up couldn't came up got the lifeguard they pulled him up but he had sadly had already drowned so this made me cry yeah i was pretty sad Fuck. um so then uh the pool was filled with sand and no mention of the boy's death was made but it hit the uh, owner um, mm-hmm. pretty hard. And then another death that happened while the amusement park was running was a little girl who was on the swings. And it's like, you know, the long swings on the circular thingy. She like was, a marine world? Yeah. Okay. So she was on that. And it does. it's not as morbid as you think it's going to be. You would think circular swings means something. But it, um, a delivery truck actually backed into the swings as it was like leaving or whatever and hit her oh baby and killed her while she was riding this one so it's just like, like boop. yeah it's okay just wait till i tell you my swing story later oh god why is so the yeah so the swings are what's the most haunted at this place i wouldn't i, I mean <laughs> i still to this day have never ridden on those swings yeah never um so basically after that death is when uh, Snido decided that it was time to just close the park. And um, so he shut it down in 1967. And that was actually, I think it was after one of the boys drowned. I think one of the boys drowning was the last death there in 66. And then he was like, fuck it, we're we're done. Yeah. So he shut it down. And uh, it stayed closed until the 1980s when a man named Gaylord White who had actually, I guess, worked in the park back in the day, decided to try and reopen it. So he, um, a lot of the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, rides had been sold off. So he Mm -hmm. started purchasing. So he got in a Ferris wheel. He found a set of swings in New Jersey, which guess what? The Mothman rode on? No, it it was the original set of swings. Oh, really? So when he purchased them back, they ran the serial number, and it ended up being the original set that was on the That's land. That's pretty cool. Well. In well, a way. In a way, because they're haunted as fuck. Um, so he added some, like, little kitty rides, paddle boats, bumper boats, and a stage. They opened on the 4th of July weekend of 1987, and nearly 10,000 people came in. Okay. But unfortunately, after only three years, high insurance costs forced the Whites to close the park back down. So they began holding, like, fishing tournaments there instead. Um, and then, like, in, like, nighttime, like, ghost stories, like, around okay. a campfire. So yeah. they was trying to still use the land, but mm-hmm. the amusement park thing just wasn't working out. 
Um, so in the 1990s, they began working on like a chunk of the land. I don't remember what for, but they were digging up a portion of the property and they started to dig up a bunch of Native American artifacts such as arrowheads um, and pottery. Mm. So they stopped what they were doing, called in um, a local team from the local university and uh, like they kept kind of excavating Mm -hmm. and eventually landed on a bunch of graves. Oh, shit. So they found 21 graves total and 13 of those graves were children and they were all Native American Mm. uh, people. The team from uh, Marshall University that had been doing the digs said that they believed that there was probably upwards of 3,000 bodies buried there. Um, And that they believed that some kind of flu must have come through to protect the tribe and they must have left behind the children and the elderly because they were the ones getting hit the most Mm -hmm. with the sickness. Um, Which is their best explanation as to why they found mostly children, some adults, and a lot of bodies. Gotcha. So that's their best guess, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, they said basically like the graves dated back pe- before the 1700s. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so currently it's used as a spot f- for um, tours. And only in, like, October, I guess they only open up during October for, like, the actual tour tours. And they promote it as a dark carnival slash lake nightmare. Um, Okay. It's a, yeah. It's a popular site for paranormal investigators. It's been featured on Discovery Channel, Travel Channel, ABC Family, Nat Geo, and even Howard Stern um, interviewed the owner. And, uh, I ended up watching an episode of The Dead Files on this, and that's where we, I will, I talk about it at the end, because I did all this inf- mm-hmm. info, and then I was like, oh, I'll watch an episode, since so it's been featured on so much shit. So I went and watched The Dead Files, because that's all I could find to stream about yeah. it on Hulu. Uh, but, uh... I'll get into, that's where I found out about more of the deaths and oh, the dead okay. files, but we'll talk about that at the end when I get to that. But here's all the hauntings! Woo-hoo. So, um, uh, Gaylord, Gaylord White, so the guy who had bought the land mm-hmm. in the 80s, um, he passed away in, I think, 2010. Oh. Um, his wife still lives on the land, and that's mm-hmm. who's in the Dead Files episode. They called the Dead Files and wanted them to come in and, mm-hmm. like, help them, whatever. So yeah. we'll hear a little bit more about their family later. But she is certain that his spirit still resides in the park. And uh, on security footage, they spotted um, one of the Ferris wheel lap bars mm-hmm. on one of the seats was fastening itself. And she's pretty convinced that that was her husband because he loved that Ferris wheel. So, um, she's, yeah, she's pretty certain that that was him. Um, people report feeling, like, the eerie feelings of being watched or followed. Uh, people have sudden panic attacks and, like, a heavy feeling of dread. Mm. A lot of people feel like hands are on their shoulders. Which, um, Gaylord, Gaylord White, the, the owner, mm-hmm. um, had had a few encounters with that, um, when he was doing his chores around the, the property. Oh my gosh, my whole body is filled with chills right now, dude. <laughs> People have reported being pushed or tapped. Hmm. Um, there have been reports of objects moving on their own. Shadowy figures lurk around the rides. And again, the swings are the most haunted, so the swings will creak and move back and forth, or the chains will actually twist Mm -hmm. um, with absolutely no wind around. I was going to ask, is there wind involved? Nope. (sighs) Uh, People see orbs flying around when they take photos, etc. There's children-sized apparitions that run around. 
They can hear children's laughter, whispers, shouts, <laughs> chanting, and screams. Um, a lot of people claim to see like Native American apparitions, which the wife, Gaylord's wife, has reported seeing like somebody she says is either a chief or a, a warrior. Oh, okay. Because of uh, the garb that he's mm-hmm. wearing. Um, people have taken photos and then have found shadow figures or ghostly figures in their photos afterward. There's sightings of a young girl in a pink dress that's stained with blood swinging on the swings or standing by the swings. Uh, People feel cold spots and, surprisingly, warm spots, which is weird. Um, People claim to see a ghost sitting in a Ferris wheel seat, and it's always the seat that's locked in the 9 o'clock position, so that would be... The one to the like left side. Mm-hmm. So everyone always sees a man sitting in that one or jumping from it. Which supposedly it's possible that a man had jumped from the Ferris wheel mm-hmm. and offed himself. Mm-hmm. I, I heard of that nowhere else. There's no mention of it on the show. Yeah. There's no mention of it anywhere else on the internet. Like mm-hmm. I said, they said there's six deaths. But, like, three, only three are, like, on the land. Yeah. So, I don't know where these other three are coming from or who they're considering. There's, a, like, there's some answers I get from the Dead Files for that. I'm still not 100% well, convinced. Do you think, I mean, I don't know how heavily security this place is, but do you think maybe a few people have snuck in after it's closed and i feel so the dead files episode aired in 2018 i Uh feel like they would have had record of that okay so like i said i'll touch base on the other deaths that they found that Mm -hmm. they're putting on the land it's just not anything that i read about online which is why it's like there's just a little bit of conflicting info there on how many people died like i said it said that supposedly this man might have offed himself jumping from the fer- the Ferris wheel, but I didn't hear about that anywhere else except for one article. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. Maybe people made that up because they see a man sitting there. And maybe yeah. that's Gaylord sitting in the Ferris oh, yeah. wheel and people are it like... It could have been his favorite seat. Who knows? Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of reports of shadowy figures swimming in the murky pond because people still go catfishing in the pond. That's unsettling. Well, yeah, you're the one who last week said freaking spirits are swimming in Lake Superior. It's a little bit more settling, though. No, it's not. Because <laughs> at it. least you can kind of see. You can't see in murky water. Apparently, you can see shadowy figures swimming. I don't know. Uh, the pond will get strange waves and ripples, and people who get into the water claim to feel that they're being pulled down. Well, don't get into the water. Okay, wow. Is catfishing that important that you gotta, like, jump into the water? Nope. No, thank you. Not at all. Um, so figures appear in the concession stands. And then, um, like I said, the it's been featured on a few different shows. So the ABC Family show, Scariest Places on Earth, filmed there. That was an ABC family show? Yes. Sidebar. And, get this, I remember it was narrated by, uh, goddamn, I can't remember her name now, the little lady from Poltergeist. Uh Uh-huh. Apparently, it was hosted by Linda Blair. No. Yes. So she hosted it, and then little lady with the raspy voice narrated, Yeah. So, what was that, our episode four? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just bringing it back around. All right. Hey. So, um, so the crew that was filming Scariest Places on Earth refused to enter at night after having hearing, after having heard drumming and chanting, and then the feeling of doom and dread um, as an intimidating spiritual presence loomed over them. So... I would have shit my pants. Yeah. For the record. And then um, one of the crew members from the show Ghost Lab, which I believe is a Discovery show, 
ended up stuck in the ticket booth and the ticket booth has no locks on the door and um i didn't find the episode because it's not available to stream on anything i have but from what i read supposedly she went into a full-blown panic attack and ended up having to be taken to the hospital oh no yeah so then that is when i decided to go ahead and find whatever show i could so i found dead files and it is episode or season nine episode 12 which aired on june 1st 2018 so likely it was filmed 2017 to 2018 mm-hmm. so fairly recent and um if you're not familiar with dead files it's a man and a woman team so the woman is a medium mm-hmm. and the man is an ex um new york cop i believe okay and so the woman goes so they have let me back up they have a person who goes and like kind of removes family portraits removes any kind of like historical markers like puts covers over them Mm -hmm. or takes them away so that she can't like see a plaque saying blah 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 and then triggers whatever yeah so they so he went in and covered up the signs covered up all the historical plaques because there's plaques for the family Mm -hmm. that was murdered um by the native americans okay for the little kids there's um plaques there's grave markers now, I think, for the um, Native American graves that they found. Mm-hmm. So they put up like a plaque or some grave markers for that. So he went through and covered all those up before she goes in and does her her work. And then while she's doing that, Homeboy, that's the ex-cop. Homeboy. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember his name. Uh, he goes and he does like interviews with the family mm-hmm. interviews with anyone who knows anything about the area and he goes and does like some detective work so he goes and finds old newspaper articles and so he does like the laborious work mm-hmm. of digging into the history of the area while she does her medium work mm-hmm. and then they meet up at the end of the episode and see if everything coincides together so they work together but mm-hmm. they don't work together no, because yeah. she, they want to prove that her medium work is true yeah. by him doing all the background research. Gotcha. So that's kind of the premise of Dead, of Dead Files. So Chris White, who is the son of Gaylord, he called them in, in to come, I don't know, figure out what the hell's happening on the land because he was claiming that the hauntings were getting worse. Mm. And he basically was saying, like, he just wants to protect the land for the living people because his mom still lives on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people still visit. Yeah. They do tours and stuff. But, like, he also wanted to protect it for the dead people residing there. He wants them to be at ease, mm-hmm. you know, because he doesn't want to give up the land. His father loved the area. Yeah. Put his heart and soul into it. It didn't work out. So he's trying to hold on to, like, the last bit of his father's memory as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that his brother also died on the property. He had a heart attack. And he was living on the property as well at the time so he had quite a few heart attacks and ended up um, dying from one at the age of 51 and chris thinks that his father and his brother's spirits are both still on the property so um the woman the medium her name's amy i wrote her name down i didn't write the other guy's name down homeboy homeboy um cop guy so she went so they you know they flashed to her she's going through and she's claiming that there's 12 main spirits Mm -hmm. but the most that was coming through to her was that it's sake this is sacred land and they don't want anybody on it so obviously she starts piecing together that it was native american land at one point um uh she she was saying that the spirits did not want her to continue her investigation nor did they want anybody on the land anymore so she was getting this really forceful push that Mm -hmm whatever spirits wanted them out mm-hmm. and um then they flash to the guy doing his interviews and he's still talking to chris white and chris white said that he physically saw somebody be pushed out of the ticket booth so a man who was doing a paranormal investigation like flew out looked like he got pushed violently out and chris said that it it was too forceful for the guy to have you know, done it himself. Yeah. Or, like, made it, tried to make it look like he was pushed. He said it looked like somebody had thrown him out. Chris's son, who was, like, a ripe old age of 13, maybe, um, says that he often hears people walking behind him, 
and that he had been grabbed by a spirit before and it was almost holding him back from the negative spirits like he didn't feel creeped out by it but mm-hmm. he felt like it was something holding him back from going to a certain area okay. where maybe the spirits were more negative mm-hmm. so then it flashes back to amy who says there and this was fucking creepy she says that there's an eight foot tall non-human spirit that is robed and it's trying to protect the people from the land like the human living people from the land uh-huh but she said even though it's trying to do good, she was very scared of it. And I'm like, what the fuck does non-human spirit mean? Like, like The what? thing is eight feet. I, I would started, be terrified I, too. I started envisioning like the, the last ghost of Christmas future mm-hmm. from the Christmas Carol. Yes. Like from Muppet Christmas Carol. It's all like that black Muppet mm-hmm. puppet thing. <laughs> like... Is that what it is? I don't know. It's okay. I was envisioning Tim Curry, so. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I don't think he's quite eight foot, but sure. Or robed. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I think he was in Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah. I don't know. So, anyway. So, so then they flash back to the cop guy. And he's interviewing, like, a local historian. And they attribute... Like, the first, quote-unquote, death related to the property to Conley Snido's three-year-old daughter, who passed away at the hotel they were living at in 1927, so right after he opened up the park. And apparently she was trying to run to and get into the... I don't even want you to finish this, (sighs) because my kids are about that age, like... Okay, well, she got killed an elevator oh yeah like a 1920s elevator so like a tower of terror thing so i mean it didn't drop she just got squishied it's very sad which is the woman says that after the two kids drowned and the little girl got hit is why he shut it down because he had also lost a child and seeing other people lose their children made him extremely upset so that's why he just shut the whole place down even though it was making him a lot of money yeah because he had lost a kid he couldn't bear to see other people losing their children basically at his you know he's making money off it Mm -hmm. essentially um she she also said that she had gone there when she was about five years old when it was still open and running and she was swimming in the swimming pool area and she said it felt like something had dragged her down and she started getting dragged into like a hole She said her father had to, like, basically pull her ass out by her hair Mm -hmm. to get her out of there. And she, all she could remember is, like, she felt like something had grabbed around her ankle and was yanking her down. (sighs) Um, So then another murder on the property, which uh, the cop guy found, um, was in 1935. And there was, it's like a crime of passion. Um, Like, a man who lived in the area like, basically saw his mistress out to dinner with another man. So he essentially shoved her into his car, drove her to the edge of this property line, and then shot her. But she didn't die immediately, so then he dropped her off at the hospital and then pled insanity when they arrested him for shooting her. Yeah. But he ended up convicted, and he sat in jail, and he actually died in prison in the 90s. So supposedly... According to the woman, Amy, it, her, the woman's spirit is still on on the property, and so is his. So even though he died way later and in prison, he apparently came back he wanted his to, like, stress. torment the woman. Yeah. Hmm. So, I, I still don't think that that's all six deaths accounted for. I don't know, but, like I said, some articles didn't even mention like that murder mm-hmm. of that woman um like nobody else mentions anybody fleeing themselves off a ferris wheel yeah so the only ones that are completely settled on are the two boys drowning and the little girl getting hit on the swings yeah everything else i mean this guy did the research and he had physical newspaper articles so i'm assuming he would have found something he found that you know so that's that's it for that 
Um, so at the end of the episode, when they met back up with the family, basically, I didn't really like, again, I'm biased because, you know, my husband's Native American, but I didn't really like the way that the woman was talking about the Native American spirit. She was like, oh, well, they're really upset because, like, they think this is their land and they don't want anybody on it. And I'm like, I mean, well, well, <laughs> so if, if you don't found more than 3000 graves, okay, yeah, you found um, a bunch of graves and... that are dated back before the 1400s. So, she just seemed really, I mean, I don't want to say anti, like, Native American, but she seemed very, like, oh, they think this is, like, this was theirs or something. And I was like, well, I mean, it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, we came over on a boat. They already lived here. (laughs) But whatever. So, she told the family that she wanted them to get a medium to bring that woman over to the afterlife. She didn't deserve to be stuck there. Yeah. And she also told them that the Native American uh, spirits would only be more cooperative if they would give them offerings that would help subside the hauntings. Mm. And the old woman acted like she expected this response. Okay. So she was like, oh, okay, like, no big deal. Like, I'm just happy that we can do something that will make them happy. So the old lady was, like, super down. She was All like, right. yeah, no problem. As long as, like, I get to hang out with my husband's spirit, my son's mm-hmm. spirit, like, I'll do anything to make them happy. Yeah. So now they require any guests that have tours there to bring an offering to the Native Americans. Does it have, like, any specificities? Do you have to be specific on the offering? I don't know. I didn't look into it. That's all it said. Because I'd be bringing pie. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. All it said at the end of the episode is that they now require any tour groups or paranormal investigators or Mm -hmm. anybody who steps foot on the property to bring an offering. It didn't say what. Now I'm wondering, like, is it as simple as a pie or do you have to go, like, as far as a dead cat? Like... These are questions I need answered. I can't imagine they're asking for, like, animal... Sacrifices? Sacrifices. Like, okay, if you're gonna come do a paranormal investigation, we require you to slit the throat of a goat. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I guarantee you it's, like, food or presents, you know, like, little dolls. I don't know. I mean, I would bring food. Food always makes everyone happy, but... I'm mm-hmm. sure it could be any, you know, I'm sure it could be anything. Okay. Like, I feel like if you're going to give a... Ooh, what about funny socks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to envision, like, a really upset Native American spirit, like, appreciating <laughs> funny socks, and it's just not going well in my head. I don't know, maybe I should have looked up to what the offerings were, but it was, like, weird, because, like, the chick, she was all... Like, oh, the Native Americans want offerings from you, mm-hmm. but they, they're they not telling me exactly what... They, they'll basically guide you into what to leave them. Oh. So it was very vague. Yeah. So I think they're willing to take any kind of sign of respect. Okay. You know? Yeah. I guess if that means you're going to leave pie or weird socks, then so be it. I guess they'll take it. I don't know. Um, so yeah. It's thoughtful. Well... That's, uh, that's, that's what I got. The end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, not, well, I guess not the end. You can still tour, and I guess they still do the stuff in October, but, um, (laughs) they, like, you have to get in contact with them before you tour. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So. For sure. So, yes. It's still owned by them. You can still visit. It's just very specific now. You can't just walk on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, so what did, who did, what did you pick? I chose King's Island. Oh. Yes. And King's Island opened in 1972. Where's, where is it at? I, I'm getting there. 
and is located oh. in Mason, Ohio, oh, okay. which is just outside of Cincinnati. Oh. All right. So it was actually built on a land that had an ammunition factory on it from the 1880s to the 1940s. And unfortunately, there was a huge explosion and it killed over 100 people. Oh, Jesus. Now hold that in your head as we go through the rest of this. Um, There is a cemetery that is on the grounds for the people that died in this explosion. Blown up. Um... It is located next to the exit of the park and close to the parking lot. So people walking out can see it? Yes. Ah, it's like the gift shop. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's your kind of gift shop. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, Kings Island was built after Coney Island. Um, which was located on the Ohio River, but it flooded in 1964. Um, in July of 1969, the family that had owned Coney Island sold the park. Um, Kings Island is named after Coney Island, hence Island, and Kings comes from the area that it was built in after Coney had closed. Um... Coney's Island's rides were actually all given to and transported to King's Island except for the roller coaster. They wanted to make a new, faster, bigger, and all-around better one. Mm. And it was wooden, and I hate wooden roller coasters. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I hate those. Um, King's Island actually had gotten more attention from the nation after being featured on the Partridge Family in 1972. Oh. And the Brady Bunch in 1973. Oh, good. And f- fun fact, to this day, Co- or Kings Island is still open. It oh. is a still running and functioning park. Oh. So I think that makes this a little bit more scary. Yeah. Okay, so the hauntings and I guess like the deaths are all kind of be like wrapped into like one kind of like story for each so it'll like exp- yeah talk about the hauntings and then how the person died so one of the spirits that is seen is a little girl in a blue dress and she is mostly seen in the parking lot skipping playing or hiding behind cars she likes to play games with the tram drivers oh As the drivers drop off the passengers, she likes to jump in front of the tram and dare them to run her over. Oh, good. And in 2017, a driver that was finishing up his shift and he was exhausted after a long day. um, And he was taking the last of the passengers to their cars and saw the little girl jump in front of the tram. And he was slow to react and thought that he had hit her. He's like, fuck it, I'm just running this bitch over. <laughs> but there was no bumps or screams that happened, and there was no damage done to the tram, so he didn't really understand what the fuck just happened. <laughs> He's like, I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> just running her over. Um, the spirit is also, or her spirit, I'm sorry, her spirit is also seen on the White Water Canyon water ride. It is said that she, okay, so... Going into her death, it is said that she had drowned in the lake where the ride is now located, which is why she haunts the water ride, or her spirit is in the water ride. Got it. Um, So in the center of the park is a ride called the Eiffel Tower. I don't know what it is exactly. (laughs) It's just called the Eiffel Tower. Um, And it is haunted by Johnny, who visited in 1983 and fell down an elevator shaft while exploring the restricted areas. And he is blamed for the electrical issues that happen. Even to this day. All right. Damn it, Johnny. In 1991, I'm going to try to explain this one the best I can because I got confused reading it. Okay. So in 1991, a guy... It was really hot. It was in June, um, so it was really hot. A guy was splashing water on him and his friends from a fountain, mm-hmm. um, and there was an electrical shortage that caused him to become electrocuted, okay. so he fell into the water, 
and his friend and a security guard tried to save him, but the man and uh, but the guy who fell in at first, and the security guard died, and the friend survived. But to this day, like he is not the same. Like he is. So they all got like electrocuted. They all got electrocuted, but one survived, okay. and he the friend, not yeah, the yeah. friend, and he is crippled, and yeah, I've been electrocuted. It's not fun. I've only been partially electrocuted, and that was from a fucking stove, and I don't even want to go there. Like, I swear that shit restarted my heart, so. Yeah. Yeah, it was not. Oh, was it you and Josh, right? Yeah, we got yeah. electrocuted. And thank God my foot was out of the water, because I would have died, so. But yeah, like, my heart felt really weird. Mm-hmm. So, totally get it. Yeah. Um, a woman that was, she was on the swing ride. Ah. Had seen the commotion from this incident going on, and she was trying to get a better view, and she fell out of her harness at 50 feet and died. Oh my god, so not only did two people get electrocuted, but this woman was trying to freaking rubberneck and Mm -hmm. flung herself out of the swing. Yep. All on the same day. Yep. (laughs) My god. So let that be a lesson. When you see shit going on, mind your own fucking business, or you might slip out of your swing. Ew. Yeah. It's terrible. I mean, not that I want her to die, but... Or that she deserved to die for rubbernecking, but, like, yeah, maybe mind your business. Um, there is a boy ghost that has been seen. He is called Racer Boy because he is seen close to the Racer roller coaster. He wears, uh, he wears all white and scares the guests because he's so close to the wooden roller coasters that it confuses the guests and they go and get security to come and get this little boy. Oh. And they're just like, nah, that's the ghost. They're like, oh, no, he's not really there. <laughs> um, so the racer cars were from the ride Shooting Star that was uh, featured at Coney Island. And at Coney Island, the boy's body was found on the tracks of the ride. Oh, so they brought his ghost over from Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Um, but even though the racer roller coaster is one of the oldest rides, the boy wasn't reported to be seen until the 1990s. Mm. Which I'm like, was he always there and nobody noticed, or just did he up. just kind of like come back? He just moved in. He just moved in. Um, so there are of course other spirits on the park. Employees hear laughter of children. Um rocks get pelted against the observational towers and like they hear screams and all the fun things and Mm. most of the other spirits they believe come from the hundred people that had passed in the explosion i would imagine so so there's that um this one creeped me out but if you're next to one of the rides and you look to the other side where the forest is or like the trees are you can see a thing with glowing red eyes Ew. staring right back at just you a thing just a thing a thing a it's thing. mothman yeah this is in ohio right this is in ohio is it's near the ohio river or was uh, no coney island was uh, this has been moved so so the coat this the coney island not in new york not in New York, no. This was a different Coney this Island. This is a different Coney Island. Oh, okay. All right. Because I was like, wait a second, that's in Brooklyn. Yeah, no. Okay. I got really confused, too, because I'm like, please, I was like, am I reading this wrong? Or like, okay. but everything I said said the exact same name, Coney Island. Okay. But it was got located it. in Ohio, and it wasn't an island, it was just a park. Yes. Okay. It was definitely Mothman. Yes. Sure. Gotta be. I'm sure. Mothman likes riding roller coasters, too. <laughs> and wearing red dresses with pearls but hey <laughs> um so it they said that in my research they said that like a person haunts one of the rides like every single ride has a person that haunts it Ew. or that is there spiritually and i was just really uneased by that because i'm like if you are riding on a roller coaster. Like, it's still open today. It's not like you just yeah. see these spirits, you know, and, like, this is where they reside now or, you know, however you look you, like, at it. You, take your ride picture and yeah. it's just, it's like the end of Haunted Mansion. Yeah, you exactly. You sitting on your lap. So, yeah. That's really all I have on the, like, the spirituals and the hauntings of that. So the that little- part- 
the little kid deaths really got to me too. Yeah, and I was just like, like a really. Damn. I, I don't know what the fuck I was expecting when I was thinking haunted amusement parks. Not thinking, obviously, yeah, little kids might be involved, but um, sometimes you get lucky and they're not. So, like, I was gonna like mention Disneyland, thinking like, oh, maybe it's too obvious for us to ever do a haunted Disneyland mm-hmm. episode, but I feel like. When I started, like, thinking of, oh, we'll just mention it. Because mm-hmm. I've had something creepy happen to me at Disneyland. And I was like, okay, I'll mention it. And then once I started looking into just, like, the haunt, it's more, there's more hauntings than not. So I was like, this might have to be, like, its own episode yeah. and not just a blurb at the beginning. Because I want to be able to, like, do it justice. And so I have had a creepy amusement park story, but it was at Disneyland because that's where I live. And... <laughs> we're gonna hold that off for you know a bigger episode and when we have more you know 10 listeners so as soon as we hit 10 10 avid oh, yeah. listeners we'll, we're doing we'll do the disneyland we'll episode so and we'll do it big <laughs> oh shit um i saw that was like the that one was on like the top 10 most haunted um the pictures of my place are fucking creepy Mm-hmm. It's like vines and trees growing up the fucking Ferris wheel. It's horrendous. No, thank you. It's like they what they should have like paid somebody to just maintain because it looks so much worse. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I would rather see just a plain rusted Ferris wheel versus a rusted Ferris wheel covered With in vines. vines. Like I don't know. Yeah. No, this place is still open. They were supposed to hold like their version of Oktoberfest last year. Oh yeah. With like haunted houses and haunted like nights and everything, and I'm not sure if it was completed because of COVID or not. I'm but sure it wasn't. Who yeah. knows? I don't even know if it's open after COVID or as we're easing out of COVID and everything, but yeah, Whew, it's me. not covered in vines. I can tell you that. Well, that's nice. At least that just leaves room for more. But there's more. There's a lot of haunted amusement parks. I was surprised. Uh, I was really surprised because at too. first I was like, we're probably gonna just find a couple, and it's not gonna be a ton of info. But yeah. I was honestly shocked. There's another abandoned one in Louisiana, I guess, which apparently is creepy. As That's fuck. the one I was looking at first. Oh, but that one looked creepy as hell. But I landed on this one because I had remembered. I remember seeing like the the photos of mm-hmm. the Ferris wheel, and I was like, ooh, I'll do that one. <laughs> um. So, yeah. I like this one just because it it's still open. Yeah, that's kind of fun. We can get... go visit it eventually. Yeah, you know, exactly. Report back in our dreams. In like 50 years. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, what if we just decide to casually go to Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> Only go to Tulsa. <laughs> Tulsa? I'm just kidding. I think that's in Oklahoma. Yeah. I was just saying that. Because in Friends, they talk hella shit about Tulsa. Kind of boring. Oh, it's boring? Yeah. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I don't... I didn't... I watched Friends back in the day, but... You're not up to date on it. No. And that's okay. That's fine. I'll forgive I you. I don't think... Just because, you know, I'll forgive you for it because I don't watch half the shit that you either <laughs> tell me to watch or that you watch, so... I don't think Friends is as funny as people think it is. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> like, like super funny. I just... It's comforting. It's more comforting to me than it is funny. Like, mm. they just always all have each other, so it's just like... And I got, like, two friends, so. (laughs) Yeah, and they don't all date each other. Yeah. Because we're all women. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) as far as I know, none of us date women. Yeah, and I think we're all related, too, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, just add an extra layer to that. Oh, man. All right, well, I feel like I talked about my shit at the beginning. (laughs) I just, I wanted to force all of you into my, my personal hauntings, so. Didn't even save it for the end. Again, I have nothing nerdy to talk about. Mm. I don't think. I haven't seen anything terribly. Well, that new Adam Driver movie oh. with him singing in French and I'm half so, naked. Okay, so I watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's in English. Oh, is it? Yeah, The if you put the sound on, 
the subtitles are in French because it's a French director. Oh. But it's his first English language movie. Oh, I love it. So now that the so it's in English, the subtitles are in French. Oh, I was so, really hoping to hear Adam Driver sing to me in French. No, but in the in the it maybe I don't know. I don't think I mean I don't know what the fuck do I know. In the trailer, he's got like a weird thing going on with his voice. And I don't know if it's just for the trailer mm-hmm. or if he's gonna like talk like that the whole movie. <laughs> if he talks like that the whole movie I might have a problem. Oh no, no. But he's got like the Kylo Ren hair going. Mm. Like the long hair. That man is made. That man is made for long hair. He just doesn't know it. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. This is is true. He needs that always to his shoulders. (laughs) Or a tad longer. Because. Yikes. Anyways, this turned into an Adam Driver podcast. That's okay. As if it wasn't already. I'm just kidding. Sorry, um, I watched Star Wars with him until I fell asleep last night. So, <laughs> You're like you see him come on screen, like yeah. oh, night night. <laughs> Pretty much, I think I fell asleep right after. It was like literally the first five minutes of the movie where he like, you know, I can take what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, gross. Just kidding. I know too many Star Wars movie lines. <laughs> we know too many movie lines in general. I, do, I know too many movie lines. Oh no. That's what our life is made out of. That's oh. all I am, is movie lines and sarcasm. <laughs> so I'm having a thought. No go. I'm thinking. Sorry. <laughs> of, I'm thinking of starting to, like, title our episodes differently. Okay. That way, I don't know, it's more entertaining. And I feel like a lot of these, like, comedy slash, you know, whatever podcasts always have, like, funny titles Mm -hmm. or something that alludes to something said in the title, so. And especially because, like... Like, bury your dead and wash your ass. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's a t-shirt. But, (laughs) um, well, that, and I, I don't know. I think maybe it'll make it more interesting, but also because, like... We're going to have, like, multiple episodes because we only do two stories. So, it's, like, haunted hotels. There's a ton of haunted hotels. Like, yeah. we can only tell two. So, we're probably going to do another yeah. hotel episode eventually. So, it's going to get confusing if we keep titling them. Gotcha. The same thing over and over again. So, I might start changing our titling around. That's fine. So you take care of all of that shit. So, I'm leaving so that up to you. Don't be surprised. I just show up And I'll Tuesdays. make sure that I do a little, you know, announcement to our uh, six listeners just in case they get confused. <laughs> But I just started realizing, like, we're going to do repeats. Or not repeats, but, you know, we're going to do the same thing eventually. I just don't want it to be, like, hella confusing mm-hmm. later on when we're doing, like, ep- Haunted Hotels or Haunted Lakes Episode 6. You know, it's just... Yeah. So I figure I might as well just start changing the titling now. There you go. That we're only, you know, ten episodes deep and nobody will remember later. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. we only had four listeners. Like, yeah. it'll ruin us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're ruined. <laughs> we never began. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I like announced that I had a. I was talking to my client about. She asked how the podcast was going, and my new boss was like, "You have a podcast," and I'm like, "Yeah, you want to listen to it?" <laughs> it's okay. I begged my co-workers and bosses not to listen <laughs> oh why we need more listens i just warn people they don't need to know about my adam driver oh problems <laughs> i might get fired i'm just kidding what about you i just tell people like we cuss because i cuss a lot and to be honest i really don't care if people don't like that I cuss a lot, it's something I've always done. I, but I warn people, especially when I'm t- like talking about it at work, because like work is probably the one place I don't cuss a lot, mm-hmm. just because it's my job and it's okay. I can't cuss at work at all. So. Well, well, yeah, you work with kids. I worked in Walnut <laughs> Creek for how long? And yeah, people act flabbergasted. This is true when they. You know. Well, why don't you go like us on Instagram? 
follow us on Instagram. You can like us on Facebook. They're still asking me for money. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's like everybody. Like, no, I don't want to pay for any of this. Please leave me alone. That's the only notifications I get. Got like one new follower and then like 10 notifications about, we'll take $5 off you boosting a post. (laughs) Like, yeah, I'm not going to pay for that. So you can stop asking. Um, If you have any suggestions, topics you'd like to hear about, uh, places you'd like to hear about, things you'd like to hear about, you got personal stories you want to share, DM us. Or you can email us at thecreependpodcast at gmail.com. And... Or just text me. Yeah, you know, I'm sure all six of you have our phone number, so shoot us a little texty text. Let us know. Alright, well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye!